0: I'm Daniel the Past Life Regressionist, and it's time to begin. Lift off and the clock has started. This is Time of Spirituality. Hey everyone, welcome back to Timeless Spirituality. If you would like to book a regression with me to discover who, when, and where you have been throughout time, you can reach me on Instagram at the Past Life Regressionist or my website, thepastliferegressionist.com. And now, it's time to begin. Tiffany, welcome to Time of Spirituality. How are you doing?
1: Hello, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're very welcome. Thank you for being here.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay, forget <laughs> the formalities. We're friends, so we're just going to jump <laughs> past
1: that. Yep. What's up?
0: Are you ready for the first question?
1: Yes. Let's go.
0: What is your favorite song about time and why?
1: Okay. I'm not sure if this is exactly a song about time, but as soon as you said that, I just heard "Unchanged Melody in my head. Have you? Do you know that one? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah. So the lyrics are... Oh, my love, my darling, I've hungered for your touch a long lonely time and time goes by so slowly and time can do so much.
0: Sounds like a song about time to me.
1: (laughs) So that song for me, it's like it feels really timeless and it feels kind of eerie. It's like you don't know if this person they're singing about is alive or something happened with them, but it just really feels like timing is everything. So it's like it feels like they've they had a moment in time together, whatever that means. And then they are apart, but there's longing and it's just, it gives me chills. It just feels like it could be any time or place or space. And you know, the song I think written in like 60s. So it's like, it it just feels still like it just transcends time and it just kind of takes time away. And I just feel like you get this, I don't know, this perspective that's just, you know, otherworldly. It just feels that way to me.
0: <laughs> I think you nailed it with the timeless factor there. Because even for that song, mm-hmm. I want to say it was released in 65. Mm-hmm. But it really made its mark back in 1990 with
1: Ghost. In, that, in Ghost? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's my first memory of it as well. And i I sang it once in a show. And I was on stage by myself in the middle of the stage. And it's like, if you're performing, if you've ever performed, I know you do. It's like a moment in time and it's really surreal. You know, you're alone, but like people are watching you and it's just, you're very present. So it's just significant
0: for me. I think you're the first person to bring up Unchained Melody so far. I could be wrong about that one.
1: Nice. (laughs) Nice.
0: I think you are, though. Huh. So who is Tiffany?
1: Who is Tiffany? I am a divination witch. I use tools to find meanings and symbols to get guidance in our life. I read tarot cards professionally. I am a certified past life regressionist, QHHT. I'm a crystal healer. I really just like to be in touch with energy. And I, that is like my main focus in life, basically in a nutshell. (laughs) So
0: Tiffany is one of my past life regressionists. And yeah. Tiffany's done a couple sessions for me. She's a great practitioner. And for those of you who have listened to episode 23, The Mirror of Time 2, Transparency, and episode <laughs> 38, Has He Been Humbled? Tiffany has been there for some of those. <laughs> it, but. Tiffany also told me today that she hasn't listened to the show yet, which is okay. I know it's not for I everyone. I know.
1: I'm terrible. <laughs> but
0: Tiffany doesn't know what I've said about those or I in know. those episodes about those lives. So I'm going to keep it vague there I'll, I'll <laughs> because have to she may back. reveal too much. <laughs> I, I didn't really That's okay. say anything. I won't say anything. But I, I also, it's like this fun gimmick I have going where I, I let the audience think that it's something bigger than it actually is.
1: There you go.
0: Because <laughs> it's it's not about the life. It's about the lesson. And the lesson that exactly. was important there is not for me to, you know, not for me to think I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. So <laughs> I think I'm the greatest thing since a loaf of bread now.
1: I love that. It is. It's definitely about the lesson. That's mm-hmm. exactly it. And how it helps you in this lifetime, because this is the most important lifetime. We are here now.
0: I agree. Yeah.
1: Yep, nothing but the
0: present. (laughs) Nothing but the present. Yeah, I think you summed that one up beautifully too. So this is Tiffany, and she's cool. However, (laughs) we're here to talk about... Actually, I don't know why I even said however.
1: However. (laughs) However,
0: we're here to talk about Tarot today, which is something I know absolutely nothing about other than their cards, and that they somehow can can tell you what's going on or what's to come in a mm-hmm. sense, not predict it, but maybe just the energy that you're working mm-hmm. with. And mm-hmm. as Tiffany just told me a few minutes ago, they correspond to astrology, which I wasn't aware of. So oh, yeah, Tiffany divination. Why should, let me ask about that. What is a divination witch?
1: Okay. So divination is a way to ask spirit for messages through symbols, using tools such as tarot cards, uh, pendulum, people read tea leaves, uh, runes, you know? So any anything where you're using something, crystals, anything you're using to get messages that you might not be able to perceive otherwise. So I call myself a divination witch because I use these tools daily. And it doesn't even have to be specifically sitting down and like doing a tarot spread. I have a very heightened sense of awareness when it comes to like synchronicities in life, too, because I think, I think one of the things about being a witch is if you really notice the magic in the mundane, right, that's kind of like the bottom line, you feel like there's this connection with nature, this connection with the earth, this connection with the cosmos, and that we're not separate from any of these things, that we are a very important part of it. So I choose to notice synchronicities, and not coincidences. So when you're doing tarot or any form of divination, you're literally asking for signs. So you kind of have to believe that if that's, if you want to do this, right? So I, I do, when I see something out in the world and I'm like, that's a message for me, you know, whether it's angel numbers, right? You see a license plate that says 555, that means something to me. I, I, don't, I don't just pass it off as a coincidence. So that's kind of where the whole divination thing comes from, because I'm very interested in seeking answers from symbols and messages. So divination itself, because some people don't really understand or it sounds evil, which is crazy, right? You're not manipulating anything. These tools, I mean, these cards are not the magic, right? They're just cards. We we are the magic. We are the vessel. We are asking for connection. So... I use the cards to seek answers and I'm not manipulating the answers that come out. Right.
0: So what do you mean by that? That you're not manipulating the answers that come out.
1: So when you ask a question to the tarot cards, it is really great to ask a question that's open-ended yes or no questions are more difficult because it doesn't give you a yes or a no, unless you have a specific like Oracle deck that says yes or no on the card. Right. So they're used for, guidance. So when I ask the question to the cards, I see what shows up and I relay the message. I'm a facilitator, basically. I'm I'm an interpreter for the symbols. Anybody can learn to, to read tarot and read it for themselves, which I think is an incredible way to be able to gain insight in your own life and help you. So you don't always have to go seeking it from someone else. Because a, lo- a lot of times when you go to someone else for readings, which is totally fine, I do it all the time, Cause I like hearing what other people get for me. It's not a manipulation of the information I am. I am telling you what I'm seeing and I'm not conjuring it up and I can't change what I see. Does that make
0: sense? We say what you see, like meaning your interpretation of the cards that are presented and the, in the way yes. that they're presented.
1: Yes, correct. Like say I pull three cards, I will look at these three cards and I'll immediately get a feeling from it. I'm like, ooh, this looks really positive or this looks really promising. Or I'm like, ooh, this looks like you might be facing some challenges, right? Divination is reading energy and divination is a reflection of energy. It's not something that is being made for you in the moment. It's not making something happen. It's just reflecting what's already happening. That's why I don't love the idea of using tarot to predict the future because it's reflecting the energy that's going on. So what it can show you is potentials, but there are so many ways things can unfold. If I pull a card and like for example, I pull this card, the chariot, right? It has a chariot on it, like a vehicle, a car. And that means anytime there's a vehicle, it means there's forward movement. So if someone's asking me like, Oh, I think I I think I want to sell my house. I don't know what to do. I'm nervous. And if I pull the chariot, I'm like, well, it looks like that's a great idea because there seems to be forward movement happening for you. And the chariot is showing there will be forward movement in some way, whether you like want it to happen or not. Right. So this is kind of like learning how to work with the energy. It's very similar to astrology. You know how astrology doesn't necessarily it's like a, it's like a forecast, right? It's an energetic reading of what's happening. It mirrors, like what's happening in the cosmos is mirroring what's happening for us on earth. Like it's the macrocosm and the microcosm. And that's the same thing with the tarot cards. It's just another medium.
0: I think we should scale it back for a second. Cause I'm getting really into this line of inquiry. What is tarot?
1: <laughs> yes, let's, let's go back to the basics, shall we? So tarot is a deck of cards and it's 78 cards so that's more than like your normal deck of cards what is our normal x52 right so the reason there's 78 is there there is the quote-unquote normal deck in this deck basically but there's 56 of them because you know the court cards the jack queen king there's Mm -hmm. there's an extra one of those so we have the page knight queen and king so there's four of those so you get ace through king And then, so that makes up this 56 minor arcana. That's like your deck of cards, deck of playing cards. And then we have the 22 major arcana. The major arcana deal with major life themes, karmic patterns, life lessons, stages of your human development and your psyche, basically. So if I pull one of these major arcana cards, it's a big theme happening in your life. So that's like... That's like the, the flavor of the reading. And then other cards are details. Like the minor arcana cards are the nuances, right? It's the details. It's, um, it's kind of how to move forward. They all work together like they paint a picture when I pull a spread of cards. So the minor arcana cards are comprised of four suits, just like playing cards. It's swords, wands, cups, and pentacles. And they all represent different energy realms so the swords if you pull swords they represent the mental realm so that's your intellect communication decision making logic right and then we have the wands which is i really see it as a spiritual realm the energetic realm so it's your passion it's your it's your fire within it's your drive it's what lights you up it's your joy it's it can also be like very angsty energy it can be very like hot because it's it's the element of fire it also corresponds with the elements so wands is fire so if you think about what fire is it burns right so that can be it can keep you warm it can also burn you and like i was talking about the swords that's the mental realm that is the element of air so this is also how it corresponds with astrology because the elements are very much used in astrology um, and then you have the cups which represent the emotional realm it's water And then we have the pentacles, which represents the physical realm, it's pentacles, like it's literally like a coin. So that's your physical life, money, finances, things like that. So that's how we do a reading, you look at all these things, and they're symbols. So they're not spelling out exactly, you know, word for word, what you're looking at, that's where your intuition kind of kicks in, and you're able to piece together this puzzle of the images and symbols that are showing up.
0: My mind is stuck on one thing right now. I mean, I heard everything you said. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for that. (laughs) I know it's a lot. Are you drawing from one pile or do you separate into different piles?
1: I shuffle the cards. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing about tarot. Um, People can read them in any way that they want to. I can fan the cards out. I can read, I can pull them in different piles or I can just pull from the top. I can Mm -hmm. shuffle, whatever. It's all about intention. So I just, I, I always ask for guidance and asking for the highest possible guidance for my client or myself so that the best information comes forth in whatever way that shows up. So it's not really about how you do it. because People can definitely get stuck on, oh, I must, I must shuffle this way or I need to divide it this way. It's, it's really not about that. It's not about doing it right. Mm-hmm. It's not about doing it right. It's about tapping in and like settling in and feeling a connection. You're like, okay, I am here to connect with the universe. I'm here to connect with spirit. I'm here to ask for guidance. And I feel like it's a really special, sacred thing, you know? I I don't feel like tarot is a a party trick. I know people, like, you can definitely do it as a party trick, but I think it is a really sacred thing.
0: How many cards do you pull for a reading?
1: I have a signature 10-card spread that I like to use because I feel like it, it, it shows everything that I need to give a reading, even if I don't know what the person wants to hear. A lot of times people just want a general reading and that's great, I can do a general reading, but it usually comes out general, you know, the information. Sometimes specific themes will kind of show up and I'm like, I feel like this is about work or I feel like it's about relationship, but I usually pull 10 cards because it shows what's happening now, where they're coming from, where they're going, what's going on subconsciously, what their higher self wants them to know, how to move forward, anything they need to know, hopes and fears about the situation and the potential outcome. So I think that covers a lot of ground.
0: So the first card that you brought up was about mm-hmm. forward movement, right? What was that one called?
1: Mm-hmm. The Chariot.
0: The Chariot. And how many Chariot-like cards are there?
1: So the Chariot is the only one that's the Chariot. Um, mm-hmm. It's part of the Major Arcana card. So it's about- The Major Arcana, it's so about, that's the one. Yes, it's about departure into the unknown. Mm-hmm. and it's actually on the card. It has two sphinxes that ah, are black and white. I remember
0: you pulled that one for me last time I saw you.
1: Did I? I love it. Yeah. See? Synchronicity. That's Although I didn't great. know what,
0: what the hell was going on. I was just like, <laughs> Tiffany's pulling cards right now. I'm just going to trust her on this one.
1: The the sphinxes are are black and white, which, which represent the conscious and the subconscious mind. It's like the logic and the intuition and how they can feel like they pull you in different directions, but they actually work together if you let them, if you kind of surrender to the flow. And... It's always about moving forward. It's always about having to leave something behind to go into the unknown because there's something there, right? You can't, like change is inevitable. You can't always stay the same.
0: How many major arcana cards are there?
1: There are 22 major arcana cards. Um, It starts with the number zero with the fool. And the fool is like, if you've ever heard of the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell's, the hero's journey. It's kind of the the framework for any epic story, you know, if you think about Harry Potter or Star Wars, right? Like this person is living a very average life and then goes on this wild adventure, right? But then at the end they like come back home or come or, or it comes full circle, you know, they go and experience all these things, all these challenges, and they then they come back with this wisdom and they're they're more whole than they were before when they were living in like ignorant bliss so that's the fool the fool that's why it's called the fool because you don't know you don't know what's happening and then that's why it goes on this journey right so the the 22 cards kind of go in order and it's this whole journey of exploration
0: and then there was the minor arcana is that what you said is that another set
1: yeah the minor arcana are the other cards that are kind of like the playing cards the Mm -hmm. playing card deck so it's divided into the four suits those are more nuanced like it can be let me see if i can just pull one to give you an example okay i got the ace of swords and the ace of swords is the number one right it, this would this would be equivalent to the ace of spades in the cards so the ace of swords means a new idea a new beginning a new thought so it it's like you're being offered a, a, a stroke of genius it can be like a light bulb over the head moment so that's not like a major life theme. That's like, like something that's happening. It's in it passes in time. And you can also choose to s- choose how you're going to respond to this Ace of Swords. You can grab this information or you can pass it off and ignore it and go on with your day.
0: How many minor arcana cards are there?
1: There are 56.
0: So what happens if you're pulling your signature 10 and you only get minor arcana cards?
1: That's okay. It doesn't have to be a big major thing. It can be whatever the person needs to know is going to show up. First of all, I always trust that, that whatever is showing up is for their highest good. So it's whatever they need to know in that moment. And if it's just minor arcana cards, that's fine. They might be dealing with like, just trying to figure out very simple things or, you know, about work or, or stuff in the house, you know, things that feel silly, but that like really weigh on us as humans right? Like, mm-hmm. just like regular life. So a human. And also, yeah, human. Yeah, the, the minor I threw you off parts, with human. Yeah. I like,
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Being a human. It's hard. What were we saying about the ma- minor?
0: Boy, that really threw wrench in things just bringing up that. No,
1: I forgot. I lost my train of thought now. Totally.
0: What was it about human that did it for you? Or was it me jumping in at an inopportune time?
1: I honestly don't even know at this point. i think i think i know it's totally fine i think i had something and it just it fell out of my head
0: Uh, d what'd you do (laughs) i'm sorry tiffany
1: you're totally fine so if i pull a spread and it's all a bunch of minor arcana cards it really is just helping someone figure out the logistics of what they're dealing with it doesn't have to be like a major life crisis or a major life decision You know what I mean? It it doesn't necessarily have to be about like, I'm going to move to another country or I'm going to start a new career. I'm going to do whatever, you know, it could be very simple things. Like it can just be like, I'm overwhelmed. How do I deal? Right. What are some practical things I can do? And it can kind of illuminate that instead of, instead of what's my life purpose. You know what I mean?
0: So it's basically telling you to focus on more of the micro issues at the time instead of the bigger picture. Yeah. Which may be necessary at the time.
1: Yeah, exactly. That is a great way to look at it. It's like, instead of macro and micro, it's major and minor. Perfect.
0: And how has Tarot been a beneficial tool for your growth?
1: Oh, it has helped me so much in ways that I didn't even know was possible. I just kind of wanted... I, I actually picked it up because I kind of wanted to learn the party trick I wanted to learn how to like predict the future and I quickly realized that is not the best way to go about tarot quickly realized (laughs) oh man so it can really be a crutch for people if you if you're seeking answers and you want me to predict the future you want me to get into that a little bit oh yeah let's do it okay
0: when you're talking about time there you got my attention
1: yeah here's the thing with tarot It's not to say that it can't predict the future, but I feel like that's walking into dangerous territory. If you tell someone this is going to happen, they could just sit on their couch and wait for it to happen. And then when it doesn't happen, they get pissed off. And it's like, well, okay, if I'm showing you something and I say, this looks like it will happen, you need to align your energy and take aligned action for that to happen, right? I believe, wholeheartedly in co-creatorship. I don't think we're just victims of our circumstance, just sitting around waiting for stuff to happen to us or fall into our lap. I think we are here to be an active player in our life. So for me, the tarot, it gives me guidance on how to move forward. It illuminates things that I might not have been consciously aware of before because it's reflecting the energy of what's going on, I might be oblivious to something that's going on. I might be in my own way. I might be overthinking something when I need to just like surrender and like tune in and meditate. It's not predicting something that hasn't happened yet necessarily. It's showing you these are the things you need to do or not do for these things to unfold. That
0: makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about the here's what you need to do or not do in order for these, what was the way you put it, for these things to unfold? Or it's just a matter yeah. of, of how you, you approach it if they do. Right. I mean, guess what's coming up for me right now? Like we can talk mm-hmm. a little bit astrology. Mm-hmm. I had a more constricting aspect going on about six months ago. My son was, I'm sorry, my Saturn or Saturn was squaring mm-hmm. my son. Mm-hmm and understanding astrology i i could see that this was going to be a time where i was just going to be thinking uh, or, uh, uh, oh this is going to be a time where i'm going to think it's going to be a time where i need to slow down and think a lot and uh, mm-hmm. uh. that was what was going on in my mind for a couple <laughs> months beforehand but what i took that as an opportunity to do was say i think that's the perfect time for me to go rent a cabin in the mountains for a couple of days, and yeah. then come home and take a little bit of time off of work, because I see mm-hmm. the energy this or that's at play there. So something mm-hmm. is gonna slow me down. So I yep. may as well just get out ahead of it, yep. and and be proactive about the slowdown. Yes. And I can tell yep. you that once that happened, I felt ah. Ah, that was for a little while. <laughs> yeah. But the beauty of it was I didn't have anything else going on at the time because I set that time yeah. aside to just, ah, ah. Yep. Exactly. As we're recording this, was today August 10th of 2022. Mm-hmm. That was six mm-hmm. months ago.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm still in the process of processing what came up six months ago. Yeah, and still working with it because there were things that came out of that which came just through a a stream of consciousness or stream of thought. I Mm -hmm. had that cabin, I lit a fire and I just started Mm -hmm. talking. I just talked to see what came (laughs) up and I was thinking, huh, well how about that when something came up Mm business-wise? Something that Mm -hmm. I saw wasn't working for me in a direction that I wanted to take things in. Yeah. and I think that is that kind of what you're saying? Or was I just having a moment there Absolutely. where I want to make it about me? No, Okay. no,
1: <laughs> no, that is totally so astrology and tarot really work hand in hand. I'll tell you about that in a second, kind of with the cards. But what you're talking about, that's exactly how tarot works, too. Because if I pull a card, that's like, Oh, this is difficult, like a big life karma thing, right? Like this is something I got to work through. It, it gives you awareness that you might not have had. So if you, you're looking at, you know, Saturn squaring the sun, right? That's mm-hmm. awareness of that aspect that you wouldn't have just known otherwise. Otherwise, you might be just like, oh, I'm having a really hard time. and I'm frustrated. And you might push, 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 push to no avail. You know, mm-hmm. but if you see if you see that aspect happening, you're like, OK, I'm going to surrender to this more challenging time and see what what's the gift here? Right. What's what's the purpose of this? What am I going to what do I need to learn right now? So it's very much the same with tarot. It's like I said, tarot, tarot and astrology go hand in hand. They are different tools. I actually think I won't go off on this tangent, but I actually think that astrology, if you're looking for timing, you know, people want to predict the future, go to a really good astrologer and have them look at the aspects in your chart <laughs> and and what's like the transits, you know, that's mm-hmm. even more about timing than tarot tarot is really reflects the energy and it's it's really an incredible kind of psychological tool it it helps you with your mental like the the way you think about things the way you plan uh the way you have self-talk if it's negative or if you need to say some more affirmations you know it's really more it's really more transformative on a personal level like okay how can i take some responsibility moving forward for myself how how can i grow through this time and i think the astrology working hand in hand together is amazing especially because all of the cards have corresponding um astrological association whether it's even just the elements like i was saying wands for example is fire so that's, you know, the fire signs, right? So it's, it's the energy of that. You can kind of relay that back and forth, but especially the major arcana cards. For example, I just have here, the wheel of fortune and this court card corresponds with Jupiter. So if you know anything about Jupiter, it's luck expansion, right? It makes things big. It it amplifies, right? So that's kind of the same thing with the wheel of fortune. Even if you, if you know astrology, you can pretty much learn tarot pretty easily just by association so if i pull the wheel of fortune it's like okay something's gonna happen here right there's something with luck or destiny or karma or something shifting in a way and you know jupiter is a a benefit planet and so that's kind of how i feel about the wheel of fortune i'm like oh whatever it is something pay attention something is something feels cosmic here something feels like it's gonna shift there's like a change of direction with the Wheel of Fortune. There's um, more opportunity for something to fall into alignment.
0: So I think it'd be very beneficial to show what the difference is between a parlor trick reading and a reading of growth.
1: Okay. That's interesting. I think I'll pull like three cards if that works and for each one.
0: And for everyone, I'm willing to be the martyr right now. <laughs> think this is a horrible idea but then again i do have the strength to not take everything to heart because i've had some it's okay i've had some astrology readings before that <laughs> should have scared the shit out of me had i been like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about but i didn't say that but i was thinking it and there could not have been more yep. wrong but yep. okay is, is that okay with you
1: yeah so, oh absolutely i'm gonna do a three card poll because a 10 card poll will take a very long time
0: totally cool so, so everyone take yeah, yeah just take notice of this right now what the difference is so if you find yourselves yeah receiving a reading from someone who is just going for the jugular
1: yep i love this
0: you'll you'll see what the difference is so okay uh, tiffany great okay <laughs> so i guess you could really rev up the good too at the same time if it comes
1: it'll it'll be great i'm gonna pull three cards sorry you're gonna hear my shuffling on
0: here real quick it's the real thing
1: yeah, real thing. I'm gonna pull three cards. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it like a parlor trick first. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the fortune teller. Okay. Cool. Hate that word. I'm gonna be the fortune teller. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna read the same three cards as fortune teller and then as spiritual guidance.
0: Awesome. There's a difference.
1: But let's go. Would you like me to do a general card pull or do you wanna ask about a specific area of your life?
0: Just scare the shit out of me.
1: General? Okay, <laughs> let's go.
0: <laughs> or don't okay, or don't. What or butter me up.
1: What does what does Daniel need to know? Let's see here. Okay. Parlor trick. Oh, boy. Here we go. Okay. All right. You've been moving really fast. You've been trying to do a lot of things. You've been following your passion and your drive, and you're throwing a lot of spaghetti against the wall. But it looks like that without any structure, things kind of feel like they're just falling to the ground. Nothing's happening. It feels like disorder, maybe chaos. And because of that, this is looks like the end of something that you have put your heart into and that it's time to walk away from it. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Ouchie. Ouch. Wow. Okay. So that's, that's like, here's the thing with tarot too. The cards can feel a little doom and gloomy. Thank you, okay? Tiffany. Sorry. I don't I like you. <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry if that hit any nerves.
0: Sky, okay. I was asking for it here's, too. So you're good. You're absolved.
1: Here, Here's the thing with what I just read for you. That's very doom and gloom. And like me telling you what's going to happen and you have no say in it. Right. I don't love that because the cards offer, there's medicine for any of the challenges that the cards pose, okay? So the way I would really do this reading is you have a lot of creativity, you have a lot of ideas, you have a lot of passion, you have a lot of drive, and you may be testing out different areas in ways that you want to express yourself. And it might not be totally... Sticking yet in the way that you hoped it would in the timing that you hoped it would, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It just means that you're still in this process of full steam ahead and everything that you're doing is leading to something, whether or not that means you go full steam ahead with it and some things fall to the wayside and some things end up being what you pursue in a way that maybe you couldn't have planned before. You're just following your joy, following your passion, following your instinct, following your intuition. But it might feel right now that you don't exactly know where you're landing. And it might feel like chaos. I might feel like your foundation's a little bit rocky and you don't exactly know the structure yet, hundred percent of where you're going. And so you're kind of in this, like, might kind of feel like limbo, but like things are moving. So moving forward, you're really being asked to tap into your heart and tap into like leading from making choices from your heart space. And that might mean leaving some things behind that once served you that no longer do. That doesn't mean failure. It means growth, right? If you think about I'm, I'm seeing like this, you know, spirituality is a spiral and it goes upward. So sometimes it might feel like you're going in circles, but you're not staying at the same level. You're going higher and higher and higher, right? That's like that ascending pattern. So it actually looks like instead of leaving things behind and things not working out, it looks like you might have a change of heart or you might have just a deeper understanding of what's really important to you. And it will take kind of like a, I don't know why the word like like walkabout or something or pilgrimage is like coming into my mind, but taking time to really get in tune with your heart to see what the, what the leveling up will be that you're walking into, because things are going to change. Things have to change for you to move forward. And the amazing thing here is what I just noticed too, is I pulled two cards that have, there's two eights and the number eight, I look at numerology as well is about power and passion and creativity and it's the infinity sign so that's about taking the spiritual realm and mixing it with the physical realm and back and forth and back and forth and how they influence each other so this is actually a very positive reading it's it's not that you're on going through an easy time right now but there are there's so much movement and finding your footing it's only going to make you stronger and you just have to keep going How's that?
0: I like that better than the first one.
1: Yeah.
0: Because the first one was very doom and gloom. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I failed. That was my first thought when you brought that up. Mm-hmm. And this one feels more, more in line with me. Because what I've talked mm-hmm. about many times on the show is that things take me a little bit longer. That's been a the theme mm-hmm. of my life. Is it just takes me a little bit longer. So mm-hmm. the way you put it, I'm like, yeah, you know what? That sounds right. It's not necessarily what I want, but it's my pattern, but I get there. Whatever it is, I get there. And when I get there, I excel at it. So if it takes me a little longer, so be it.
1: Do you want to know what the cards are? Sure. So in case anyone is interested, I pulled the, the first card is the eight of wands. And it's all these wands just like shooting in one direction. They haven't landed yet. And then the next card I pulled is the Emperor Reverse. So this is a very strong card, but when it's reverse, it's not having that strength and foundation that you're capable of. Whenever a card is reverse, it just kind of means it's out of alignment for me. Um, And people can choose to read reverse cards or not um, because each card has like, you know, positive and negative or challenges and, and, you know, blessings that go with them. So this is just showing me that there is some work to be done to align with the energy of the Emperor card for yourself. And then the last card we have is the Eight of Cups reverse. And so this person is leaving these full cups behind, turning their back on it, going up into the mountains, which mountains always mean wisdom. And there's a moon, which it means like intuition and the water is emotional and intuition. So this is about going inward for answers instead of outward and also leaving something behind, even though it's not broken. It's no longer serving you in the same way that it once was, but this is about introspection in that way. So, those are the cards. Do with that what you will. <laughs>
0: cool for everyone. What's going on for me right now? I don't, maybe this factors in. Tiffany knows or knows this because I told her before we hopped on the call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm living in a hotel right now because there is mold in my home. <laughs> so there's nice. a remediation process taking place, and I've been in a hotel for a couple of weeks. I don't know when I get to go home. And for someone who has four placements in Taurus, one of those Ooh. being my moon, there you go. And uh, in a traditional house system, that would be in my fourth house. So if you, you put of the all the home of the home, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't right. use traditional, although I I find value in it. Right. But anytime you have the Taurus moon and you threaten its comfort, you know its safety, its yeah. environment. It's a comfortable safe environment you're gonna really turn that Taurus moon upside down
1: oh yeah there's a lot that's so interesting there's a lot of um uncertainty and instability showing up as what's happening right now for you but it's also about surrendering to that and knowing that there's a reason for it you mm-hmm. know i i never look at the cards and i'm like oh that's it you're doomed <laughs> like no
0: where my mind goes with that too is i've been in the same place for 11 years I'm a renter. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable where I am. Yeah, there's all that Mm -hmm. Taurus. I like (laughs) where I am. However, since I'm a renter, and I rent from a landlord because I live in a condo, not not an apartment complex, Mm -hmm. but so my fate is in someone else's hands when it comes to my home environment. And let's just say they've. Well, no, I'm not going to say any of that. (laughs)
1: Taken, taken advantage.
0: No, I I don't want to. I'm not going to go anywhere with taking advantage, but.
1: Hey, things are just illuminating something that you need to address in some way.
0: So there is that fear that comes up in me that even once this is done, the remediation, that I may Mm -hmm. no longer be able to stay in my home. And Mm -hmm. there's a very unsettling feeling because I don't know where I'm going to end up. So even as I'm in this flux right now, I was living in a different hotel for a couple weeks and I just moved to a new one. That's enough Mm -hmm. to just kind of be like... well, I was just getting in the groove with working from a new hotel and now I got to figure this out mm-hmm. again. And, right. and then, okay, well, I have all these sed- or scheduled, sorry, sessions scheduled for the next week I know because mm-hmm. that's how long I have this booked. But then it's again, it's an open-ended booking because I don't know how much longer it'd be after that. Okay. So I have an idea of what it's going to look like for the next week. But then what happens the following week? I don't know what it's going to look like the following week because then if I'm back right. home, who knows if I'm still going to be worried about mold? I don't know. Right. But then, how is that going to interfere with my work, and
1: uh-huh. then all these
0: other things that I want to do? Because my mind is just so scattered. Because yeah. when I'm doing the sessions, I want to be as present as possible, and I am. Like I, mm-hmm. that's a good thing about Taurus also. It's like I can, yes. I can I can ground can in <laughs> for that, you know, couple hour time span. But then after I'm done with them, it's like,
1: <laughs> <I'm> like yeah, <laughs> where are my carbs? Right
0: that's what comes up for me. It's, it's the potential, maybe not even about my projects, but leaving behind a way of being in this life that I've known for the last 11 years,
1: your literal foundations, your Mm -hmm. literal structure. And it's like, without, without your foundation with literally, if you think about a building without a foundation, it's everything else crumbles or gets wobbly. Right. So it's, Really, also, what I'm kind of seeing here is <laughs> you might have to find the structure and stability within yourself, regardless of outside circumstance.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll put it this way, too. <laughs> With all that Taurus, you know, you you got to really push the Taurus far for the mm-hmm. Taurus to come charge at you. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm a very nice and understanding person.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Very nice. Right.
0: Very civil, very loyal. But if you push me too far, get out of the way. (laughs) Get out of my way. And I've been pushed too far. So there is a side of me that's coming out now. It's not a violent side or anything like that. It's just Mm to know I'm dictating Mm -hmm. the rules right now. No, you're not telling me what's going on here. You're playing by my rules now.
1: Do you want to hear another thing about the cards that pulled for you? I do. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So yeah. first of all, the, the the Emperor in the middle here is a major arcana card. So this is the major theme, right? The foundations and the structure and the chaos that it's causing right now. The, the Eight of Wands and the Eight of Cups, those are minor arcana cards. So those are the, the nuances of, of the situation, right? What's interesting about the Emperor is that it is ruled by Aries. So hmm. you might have yeah, to cultivate a little more Aries energy to get through this time <laughs> does, does that resonate with you
0: oh 100 100 percent. while mm-hmm. being done in a very Torian way
1: yeah which yep. is you
0: know that unshakable foundation in in that emotional respect mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i see what's happening here my eye is mm-hmm. on the prize try to mm-hmm. push me mm-hmm. try to try <laughs> i dare you Oh, you want to think I'm bluffing? Call my bluff. See oh. what happens. Yeah, that's yep. that's where yep. we're at. But here's the other thing: for that is, there's this part of me that also feels responsible for what's going on or for the actions of others. Where how do I, how do I make this a teachable moment for them? Mm. In terms of not rolling over and saying right. I'm I'm sympathetic to your situation, but you can kiss my ass.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: hmm like yeah. you you messed up not me
1: yeah absolutely.
0: so I am you know I am sorry that that you messed up mm-hmm. I'm sympathetic to that but you bucked the bull one too many times yep mm-hmm.
1: man I'm just seeing that Aries that the Aries and the Emperor just like coming out with <laughs> full fire ahead <laughs>
0: and so why I liked this or the difference between the two readings is because mm-hmm. with the first one, I never would have considered my living situation right now. Right. It just, it didn't come across that way. Now, of course I believe this is a co-creative process. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about what you're telling me. It's about the way that I'm receiving and where oh, exactly. I'm willing to go with it too. But I still exactly. don't think I could have landed there with the first one because no. my mind went right to career and right, right. to loss. Loss is all i heard for the first
1: one. Yep. That's why I I don't do readings that way because I also, it's like, if you think about, like you said, we're having a conversation, right? So if I just show up and I tell you what's going to happen and if I give you some horrible news and then you walk away going, oh my God, this, I'm going to lose all of this. And, and then that's in your head. You know, and then that's what you're thinking, and that's what you're putting out there, and that's what you're, you know, projecting out. It's like, you know, there's the whole law of attraction stuff, right? You know what I mean? So it's like, if you're putting out all that energy of like, oh God, I'm doomed, I'm going to fail, like, okay, well, that's not the best way to go about this situation, is it?
0: Yeah. Sorry, I, f- I feel a little rattled now after. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Oh, no, that's not your fault. I'm the one that let it come to the surface. <laughs>
1: like i got a little excited and yeah, little,
0: and then all that aries came through i'm like i'm liking this yeah i haven't felt this in a while
1: well, this is cool good i mean there's there's some it's all about balance right so it's cultivating i, I kind of feel like because of your if we look at the astrology with the right you got your 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 the taurus and the fourth house and all of that that needs to be challenged with a little bit more of the Aries energy, but there's a balance, right? It's not about going full force Aries and leaving behind everything else. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Well once we <laughs> once we sign off, I'll show you the trends that I'm going through. But also just for where we are right now, think about what's going on in Taurus. And mm-hmm. think, oh you know, God. Yeah. 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 So that much. that's my natal chart.
1: Oh. <laughs> so. Oh man. I didn't even think about that. Duh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It it, it plays so you, itself out. Yeah.
1: yeah. You're having a moment. You know what I mean? This is, this is a moment. It might feel like a humongous moment, Oh, it but is. but there's something there and there's, there's things to work through for growth. Right. I never think that anyone is just doomed for things to, to suck. Right. Mm-hmm. We didn't come here to just live a crappy life. Like there are, challenges and obstacles and things to work through to to make yourself grow and heal and move forward so you're just you're just having one of those times
0: oh 100 it's just it's a total opportunity for growth it's about the way that i approach the situation about how Mm -hmm. i decide to deal with it and Mm -hmm. the reason i'm choosing not to say too much is because i'm not Mm -hmm. done if anyone is catching my drift there i'm not done (laughs) I'm charging full yes. speed ahead. I haven't said Good. too much, I don't think.
1: No. You got you got the Aries and the bull energy. You
0: buck the <laughs> bull one too many times. Yeah. You see what happens. Don't mm-hmm. fuck with daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I still really it. sweet, so I hope I, I haven't scared it. anyone.
1: Yes. No, no, I still I'm still I'm still nice. I'm just, I'm still just nice. Still not a pushover.
0: i I'm, I'm not a pushover. I'm exactly. very understanding to a certain point. Yep. But once you prod me oh, 15,000 yeah. times, I feel that. I'll let you know beforehand hey, you're
1: yeah, getting yeah. close. Yeah.
0: You're getting yeah. really close to pushing me over the edge, but yeah, I'll swing yep. away. Yep. Where it's very calm. So, like, hey, mm-hmm. just a heads up. I'm getting mm-hmm. We're getting close. We're getting close. And then we're going to hit that point where I'm like, I told you. I told you.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Man.
0: Yeah, it takes a long time to get me to that point, though. So. <laughs> Thank you for that, Tiffany. You are that welcome. Was,
1: that was, Thank uh, you for sharing.
0: That was a great reading. And how did it feel to do the parlor trick reading at first?
1: Oh, it feels weird and unauthentic. Like I even have a hard time doing it. <laughs> like I have a hard time saying those things because I immediately want to go into the the spiritual guidance part of it. You did you well. Know? Thanks. I just, I was like, all right. So if I'm just, you know, I, I just had to picture myself with like a crystal ball and like a scarf on my head, and, you know, <laughs> the whole thing.
0: And Madame Tarot.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, Isn't Madame Tarot? I don't know. I'm sure. Who was the, or Miss Cleo, right? That was the one that was. Oh, uh... Mi-
1: oh my God. Miss Cleo. Yes. Are we dating ourselves with her? Like a... <laughs> I
0: just remember those infomercials. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Like late at night. Oh, so funny.
0: Yeah, never I almost called her, but really? I, I
1: didn't have a credit card back then. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was too young. I think well, she would have roped
0: you in for thousands of bucks probably.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I no. mean, but that's, that's, that's the problem though. It's like, people are so skeptical of tarot because of things like that. And it's hard because another thing that I try to, I try to like show without, being a bitch about it is like I'm not here to prove I'm psychic I'm not here to prove anything to you I'm here to help you if you want help and you want guidance I am here for you but you have to be open to receiving guidance you can't come in with your energy all closed off crossed arms and being like yeah show me my future you know I don't do that and then that just like that makes me closed off I'm like well I don't feel safe in this environment so I don't really want to do reading for you
0: why haven't you sworn it all today if you have it's been very tame
1: i haven't gotten riled up enough why not
0: <laughs> can you just say shit for all the right. sake of it or just
1: shit <laughs>
0: can you use the f-word
1: can i use the f-word oh fuck
0: <laughs> can you add a, a couple extra adjectives there maybe a verb
1: it's it's inauthentic if i just do it at a uh you know at a scripted way i gotta i gotta i gotta feel into it
0: okay uh, all right well let's talk I mean, about i you. can
1: give you an example <laughs> yeah
0: what's that example
1: well i was just thinking about how when i used to work i used to work in a different setting where i i would i would rent a room basically to do tarot readings and i ended up getting a lot of the same people over and over again, who would take no responsibility for their life or their actions whatsoever, and would just come in and ask me what's going to happen next. And as much as I tried to explain my way of reading tarot, they kind of didn't want to hear it. They just expected me to be able to tell them, you know, what I saw, and what's going to happen. I actually quit kind of in a huff because, you know, it's the straw that breaks the camel's back, right? It's not like this one person was the only reason I left. I I was doing a reading and this woman basically yelled at me because she's like, I called you to make me feel better and I don't feel better. And I said, well, that's not my fucking job. <laughs> it's not my job to make you feel better. I'm sorry. And she had been asking about something about relationship. And I was telling her what she needed to do to basically invite this energy in because she was a negative. She was a negative fucking bitch is really there you go. She, there you go. She was so negative. Her was like, and I, I don't want to call, I don't like to say like, Oh, victim mentality, but this woman, like no responsibility, everything was just happening to her. And she was like blaming everyone else. And she was yelling at me. And I was like, I, 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 mean, I could feel myself getting just red in the face, and I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm not here to predict the future for you. I'm here to help you. And if you don't want help, then you can just go read, fucking read to somebody else. You know, like I, am not doing this for you anymore. So, I don't know if those are the words you were looking for in that way. That works. But, <laughs> but my my goal is to help people, really. Like, and that's the thing too. Just like you, I'm very nice. I'm very compassionate. I'm totally empathetic but when someone starts going at me in a way that is just not not cool like i'm not taking that shit i'm not taking your abuse so it's hard because there's a fine line and i know people get frustrated with their life but like you have to be willing to accept guidance you can't just be expecting me to tell you everything's going to be all right and this is why that you have to take, you have to take aligned action in your life to make things happen. Like they work together. I I do believe, you know, there is this divine blueprint, right? That's what I really see with astrology, but we have choices to make. There are consequences to our actions and our choices. And we have to take some responsibility for being alive.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm glad you went on that little tirade. That was fun.
1: Yeah. It It takes a while to get me to that point. Like, you know, but it's I, I can get there.
0: <laughs> I should have been more focused on it from the beginning. I would have gotten here in about twenty <laughs> minutes or something then. But oh well. We know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyways, I also want to give a shout out to Tiffany's husband, Michael, because he's really cool. So I, I hope he's <laughs> he listening really at this cool. point. He's a really good guy.
1: Yeah. He's a he's an Aquarius and I'm a Leo. So we have this like opposites attract thing going on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's good shit. So yo yeah. dude.
1: <laughs> want to say hi
0: <laughs> all right Tiffany let's talk a little bit about your program what you got
1: so I do do one-on-one readings but my main focus right now is I have created this tarot course that I think is really helpful for anyone who wants to learn tarot but it feels too overwhelming or they don't know where to start or that all the classes out there are very expensive you know and i'm not saying that those aren't good classes but they're not super accessible so i have created a course it is a self-paced visual visual video module course i think it's it's over 20 videos that are like bite-sized chunks but the content itself is i think it's just under 2 hours so you can go back anytime to any lesson and review anything that You've already watched, right? I don't expect you to watch it once and be an incredible, perfect tarot reader. This is very much about repetition, you know, the more you practice, the more you see these images, the more they stick in your head and the more they start to make sense. So the way I teach my class is I focus on the journey of the fool through the major arcana cards and all the steps that this the, the hero of the story is the fool, right? All the steps the steps that this hero goes through to reach. Well, enlightenment, basically. If you're looking at the major arcana cards, that's the goal. But that doesn't necessarily have to mean spiritual enlightenment. That can mean enlightenment, like finding your purpose in your job, finding the relationship, like whatever the subject in your life you're looking at is on. Right. So you can apply it to different things. So I look at the journey of the fool. I break down the minor arcana with all of the suits and numerology and astrology. If if you know astrology, it's helpful um, to learn uh, tarot. So I break down the suits so you can read it in a way where you don't have to memorize all the cards. For example, if you know that swords are air and two, the number two is about duality choices, partnerships, the next step in a journey, right. comes up with the number one. You can kind of piece together what that might, might mean, right. Without having to be like, Oh God, what does the two of swords mean? What does the two of swords mean? And not only that, the next step in my class is intuition. So I help you figure out how to develop and trust your intuition so that you can kind of forget the meanings of the cards if you, if you, if that happens and you need to just go off of what are the symbols I'm looking at? What is sticking out to me in this card? What am I feeling from this card, right? What do I immediately get from this? What do I notice that maybe I haven't noticed before that's showing up strongly? Um, and you can relay those messages. and last but not least, I help you with energetic hygiene as well. So this is about anytime you tap into spirit, right? You don't want to be absorbing everyone else's stuff. (laughs) So it's about cleansing your space and blessing your space and protecting your energy so that you can be like a vessel for information without taking on everyone else's stuff. And then I actually go through an entire practice reading. I go through a whole example of my 10 card spread I teach you how to read that way and how to answer clients' questions. And then I also do a bonus video about uh, tarot career tips if this is something that you wanna do professionally. So I think it is an extremely comprehensive course that gives you everything you need to know to read tarot effectively. And it's not interactive necessarily, like it's not, I I don't do live video modules, but that's why I can keep it at a price point that I feel is accessible. And I also exist. People can message me, email me, DM me. I am open to conversations. And I also will be um, offering one-on-one tarot tutoring if that's something that somebody wants to add on if they feel like they want that one-on-one connection. So I think it's great. I've put a lot of time into it. It was almost a year in the making. So I think it is a very, very good first step or even if you do read tarot, it can just be very clarifying. Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where can everyone reach you?
1: I'm on Instagram. My handle is at higher dot guidance. And my website is higher self dash guidance dot com. And my course is called the foolproof method. How to read tarot like the pro. You like my play on words there?
0: That was cool. Like the fool. the fool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The foolproof method.
0: Like it, the play there was full, right? Well, well, huh? full, full, Like he was the foolproof method, but the foolproof because yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's jury. a fool.
1: Because that's the card. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and cool. you can use the coupon code TIMELESS, all nice. capital letters, and you'll get 15% off.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
1: Exciting stuff.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on today, and thank you for getting me a little riled up.
1: I know,
0: but you you didn't. You didn't get me riled. I got me riled up. That was on me. See, that's what's, or that's what Uh taking accountability looks like.
1: Uh I got me riled up. You got. I just. I just showed. I just told you what showed up, right?
0: Yeah, but you could have dressed it up nicer, even in the second one. (laughs) You could have added some more adjectives.
1: Sometimes, what is it Rafiki says? Oh, the truth can hurt.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for a great episode. And yeah, I'd love to have you back again.
1: Oh, it was so much fun. I would love to come back again. Thank you so much.
0: Fellow time travelers, your journey through time awaits you. Just want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. And if you're interested in discovering who, when, and where you have been throughout time. And you'd like to book a session with me? Just go ahead and send me a message on Instagram at the Past Life Regressionist. Or you can reach me through my website, yourpastliferegressionist.com.